how to leverage video advertisements to grow your website and business with Gideon Shalwick. Let's do it. Welcome to the Rebel Growth Podcast. I am Borja Beso, and every week I bring you step-by-step growth and only marketing strategies that you can actually implement in your business to see some results. It's my pleasure to have you here, and let's start with another episode now. Hello, and welcome back to the Rebel Growth Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the show, for listening and for choosing to spend your time with me, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're at the gym right now or running or commuting to your work, home, whatever it is that you're doing right now, thank you so much for your time. I really put a lot of effort into creating these episodes, these interviews, making sure that I go step-by-step step on whatever it is that I'm talking with my guest. And I always try to squeeze the information that you would really need if you wanted to implement you know, that set strategy, step-by-step, step, every single thing that you would want to and that you would have to do in order to achieve success with what we're talking about. Now, for today's show, I have with me Gideon Shalwick, who is the founder and CEO of vRoll.com. That's an online software that helps you create and manage your video advertisements. And we're going to talk about how you can leverage and use video advertisements on YouTube and Facebook to grow your website or your business. We're going to go step by step on how Gideon recommends you go about it, how he does it, and the benefits that each of these platforms have. Now, without any further ado, let's jump right into the interview with Gideon. He is the founder of Viral, a platform that will make your life so much easier when it comes to video advertising. I first started, started following him back in 2012 when I was looking to learn more about video advertising and YouTube marketing. And uh, it is my pleasure to have him on the show today. His name is Gideon Cholwick. Please welcome him. Gideon, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. And welcome. Hey, Bora. Great to be here. Looking forward to the call. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So um, I already teased the audience a little bit about what it is that you were doing before Viral, but why don't we go deep into that? What, what was it that you were doing the years before you started Viral? Well, actually, uh, this month uh, is the uh, anniversary of my uh, ten year uh, being an entrepreneur for about ten years, for exactly ten years. This well, this month, twenty fourth of July. Yeah, so it was about well, almost exactly ten years ago that um, we, me and my wife, we decided back in New Zealand um, that uh, you know we we didn't want to work for other people anymore, and so we decided to quit our jobs and uh, immigrate to Australia, and. Uh, Settled in Australia and start start um, our businesses. And um, you know, at the beginning, I, I really didn't know what I was going to do, so I just started uh, looking at a whole bunch of different options. The thing I ended up settling on was um, a digital type of business where I created a, a, an ebook back. This is back in two thousand six, and um, started selling this thing online. It did pretty well um, in the first uh, couple of weeks. And then uh, the traffic died right down, and um, I, I didn't know how to really build a business around that. So it took me about, you know, um, uh, probably about two, two and a half years to, to really figure it out. And during that time, it was pretty tough, you know. We, um, we didn't have um, many 
luxuries. You know, we didn't have a car. We walked everywhere. We took the train whenever we wanted to travel somewhere. Um, we didn't go out much at all. We didn't buy clothes, you know, um, so didn't spend much money at all. So we didn't have any money. <laughs> and uh, so it took a while for us to figure it out. And, um, you know, uh, after a set of interviews, I uh, interviewed some some smart people in, in, in the industry. And one of the people that I interviewed um, was uh, Yaro Starik. And we ended up, um, yeah, becoming friends. And, um, you know, he noticed that I had a bit of a skill with, uh, with video production. And he said, hey, you know, I'm keen to, to build out this, this, this new thing for his audience called Become a Blogger. Um, could I create, you know, like 10 videos that shows people how, how to set up um, a blog using, using WordPress? So, yeah, okay, cool, I'll do it. So I just, I just did that as a paid job uh, back then. And um, what happened was this, this stuff started going viral. You know, we, we well, viral for back then. And, you know, we didn't even publish it on YouTube. We, we published it on, i um, not sure if you remember, uh, Borja, but um, blip.tv back then was, was still quite popular. So we published on there. And, you know, within a few months, we had you know, over 300,000 downloads of those videos. Um, and it was just amazing, you know, to it was, it was free, you know, we gave it over for free. It was amazing to see that sort of interest in it back then already. And so that gave us a, a strong enough signal that there was something in it. So um, Yara and I put our heads together and said, hey, why don't, we, why don't we create a business out of this? Why don't we um, create a partnership? Um, and so we started the Become a Blogger brand together. Um, I worked for about six months on creating the product and getting all the marketing materials ready. Um, and then Yara came on board and, and, and um, helped with the promotion side. You know, within the first two weeks, um, we had about 10,000 people join our email database and within the first month or so, we had about um, 1,000 uh, monthly paying members for, for the Become a Blogger course, which was just awesome. And so we went from, you know, I, I literally went from zero or negative income to um, to something like, you know, $20,000 uh, per month for that for that business. So it was quite life-changing for, for me and, and for my wife, Tineke, um, especially after two and a half years of really struggling. And, but, you know, that was sort of um, signaled the, I think, I guess the real start to some entrepreneurial success for me. Um, from there, I, I went on and did a bunch of other things. I worked with a local magician in, in Brisbane, Australia, and um, took him from uh, being, you know, just locally known in Brisbane to a worldwide phenomenon. Uh, if you go to YouTube now and type in free magic tricks, um, that channel comes up number one. Uh, it's the biggest um, channel on YouTube for free magic tricks. Um, there's a, maybe close to 300,000 subscribers on there, millions and millions of views, uh, ranking, you know, number one for a ton of keyword phrases in the space. Um, from there, I decided to go and teach what I've learned. Um, so this is about four or five years into my career. Um, uh, teaching what I've learned, I, I created a brand called Rapid Video Blogging, and I, I created a course on that, and I launched that out. Um, from there, I created a business called Splashier because I noticed people were struggling with their video production, and I created some little video clips, automated video clips that people could use inside their videos. And, um, you know, from there, I realized people were struggling with, with well, I, I started doing video ads myself, and I realized the, the pain of the video production side of things again. So we started a business called uh, B-Roll, me and some co-founders in, in Singapore, and the whole thing um, is that it, it automates um, the whole video production. Uh, for your video ads on Facebook and, and YouTube. And so I guess that brings us to where we are today. So, so V-Roll has been running for about two and a half years now. Uh, we've had over 19 million video ads served since that time. And um, yeah, going strong. So you started, you started V-Roll about when we met, back in 2014, right? 
Yeah, that's probably it's probably soon after that that um, that I started looking at Vero. I, I can't exactly remember the dates now. So I think when it was it 2014? We had our first um, release of our software. Um, so June June 2014. So maybe it's getting close to three years now. Um, if I think about it, yeah. So yeah, probably around about there, Bora. Bora. What, what kind of launch did you do for for the company when you you started? If any. Sorry. What kind of launch did you do? Uh, we never actually launched. You know, with with the software thing, I I was always a bit scared of of launching, a bit cautious because um, you know I've done lots of other launches before in the past with with information products, and they were awesome. You know, and you can get a lot of attention very quickly and make a lot of money very quickly, and and it's fine with information products because it's just it's just a, like a PDF download or a video that people watch. You know, it's not it's not software. Whereas with software, there's there's this little thing called bugs, as I'm sure you're. You're well familiar with Borja, um, and um, you know when you get ten thousand people into your software within one week, and it, you know you haven't really had a proper trial run for it, that can actually, I think, it can kill the business and kill the brand. Yeah. And so we decided to, to yeah, we wanted to go down a different path. We we um, wanted to have a more of an organic growth, more of a slow growth, mm-hmm. taking in small numbers of people so, uh, at the beginning and um, just testing it out, um, ironing out all the bugs, and and. Um, and um, just get it to a level where we, you know, has could, where we could grow it organically, nicely without launching. So, so to this day, we haven't actually had a launch as, as such for, for V-Roll. Um, and yeah, so 19 million video ad series later, it's 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 still continuing. Um, was that 19 what? Uh, 19 million. 19 million views. Uh, video ads. Video uh, that we've oh, served God. since then. Yeah. Video ads. That's so that's just counting the that's just counting the YouTube ones. Um, so we haven't figured out a way to count the Facebook ones properly yet. So we introduced Facebook a little bit later in in the game. And uh, what are some of the numbers, uh, subscribers, or anything you can share with us to give us give us an idea of you know your growth curve? So unfortunately, I can't share any specific numbers uh, for for the business, but I'm happy to talk about you know percentages and strategies that we've used to to grow the business. Um, main reason is we you know I know there's a lot of companies that are very transparent with that, but you know we've got um, a lot of stakeholders in in our business. Oh, yeah. It's not it's not just me, you know, um, uh, compared to some other businesses who are able to share it. So we, we we keep those those sort of numbers close to our chest. No problem, understandable. So who is your ideal customer when when it comes to targeting? You know your marketing, whatever you do. Uh, we have uh, this. There's probably uh, two main kind of customers we or, or kind of businesses or uh, people we, we target. Um, the first one that we've we've started with are uh, basically more the the smaller operators, the uh, people who um, sometimes you know more of a solo entrepreneur or um, someone who's um, you know kind of running the show themselves or a small team where they can't afford to. Um, get an expensive video production team to do stuff for them. But they're also pressed for time. And so they're still willing to to do it themselves, uh, but they, they need a solution that automates stuff for them. So they don't have the time to um, go and create these videos um, for themselves. It's just very time-consuming. So they can use our tool to, to automate the whole process and speed the whole thing up. Um, but it's certainly a, a, a do-it-yourself kind of a, a, an option where we put People can use the software. Um, the the next uh, place where we might move to in the future is with um, more an agency kind of uh, customer, where you know they have clients that they can do the work for their clients, and so that's something we're looking at at the moment. So, so far, it's mainly been the sort of the, the smaller players. 
Um, so the, the agencies will come a bit later. Um, we've also been uh, looking at uh, done for you and done with you um, services that we're introducing. And uh, so we've just started that and still playing around with that a little bit. Um, so those are for people who they um, they appreciate the value of doing video ads and, and even the value of our software, but they they just don't want to do it themselves. And so we, we're introducing a done for you and a done with you kind of service to help those kind of people as well. Right. And do you do any sort of different type of targeting to those to those different type of customers that you have? Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's, there's a whole bunch of different things we do. It Depend, depends on what medium uh, we're using. Um, you know, the, with this, um, even, even though we're, uh, you know, we've, we've got software for video advertising, we, mm-hmm. we don't exclusively just use video ads for, for growing our business. We use, uh, you know, basically as many things as we can to, to help grow the business. Um, and we tend to, you know, we, we tend to find one thing that we think will work well and focus on that. Uh, until we've got it really well nailed, and then once we've got it nailed, we, we move on to the next thing. Um, one of the one of the first things we we did to help grow Vroll was to look for uh, promotional partners, uh, people who could promote Vroll and get a kickback, basically, so so affiliates that could promote Vroll. And so we reached out to an affiliate manager uh, or an affiliate broker, who then um, um, found. Uh, affiliates and partners that could promote for us and so all we did basically was run webinars uh, to these uh, audiences and um, so that was pretty cool the the uh, the you know we made a lot of money from that and, and it helped set viral up the big challenge with with that approach that we found was that um, we we didn't have as much choice and um, as much control over who exactly we would attract into the business, you know, because you, you, you know, the, like a JV broker would, for example, they'd, they'd find um, someone with with a, a sizable audience, right, and um, in a specific niche, it'd, it'd be like generally related, you know, that's what you sort of try, but this this audience might be not specifically targeted for for our product and for our solution. So because we had a pretty good sales process and a very compelling message, what we'd sometimes end up doing is attract people into it who who got really excited about the idea um, of video ads. But then once they got into it, they realized that, hey, this is not this is not quite what they wanted. And and then, you know, we'd end up or either that or we'd attract people who are just not ready for it, you know, and and um it would increase the 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 um, uh, stress on a support team uh, quite a lot because we'd have to support these uh, a lot of these folk who who just weren't ready and we had to like educate them in a, in a big way through our support team back back when we didn't have all this all the training materials ready. So that was interesting. You know, so even though it was was very uh, effective for for getting people into the business, getting customers, it was also difficult because we couldn't you know uh, target as as well as as you can with with other options. Um, but hey, it was um, great for cash flow and, and great for, for getting the word out there uh, for Vroll and, and, and getting our initial user base yeah. um, in place. And get some momentum and traction for sure. Exactly, yes. How many webinars did you do in that? Space? Oh, lots. I mean, I lost count. It was, we, we did lots in the first year. Um, it's, um, yeah, heaps. <laughs> any, any, basically, any. Um, there, there were no limit to how many we could do, except for for the, how much, how many hours I had in the, had in the day. I mean, we didn't do. I mean, we didn't do 
um, crazy amounts. There's some some folks out there who would do like one a day. Um, we didn't quite get to that level. Like that would have been awesome. We just didn't quite have the capacity. But we probably get, got to a stage where we had you know at least once a week or so. And um, and you know every time you know there's there's a good audience that that gets introduced to to the product. Um, so I haven't been doing that for a while now. That was we did that in the first year. Um, uh, but yeah, it was it was very effective. But um, you know, I, I think if the key thing with with running webinars like that with with partners is if you can, if you can, you know, that's a big lesson we've learned is, is if you can be more selective with with who you bring in, especially for a new product like this, like software, mm-hmm. where there's you know quite a lot of support, and it's not just like an information product where people down, you know, just watch a bunch of videos. It's actually a software that they a piece of software that they've got to learn how to use. Um, they've got to learn the, the you know the, the, the technicalities of, of like video ads in this case as well. So it's, it's quite a complicated process. So so if you could be a bit more selective with with who you um, who you have as partners, I think that um, that can make quite a nice big difference as well. Because then you you have you know if you, if you if you have the right partners with exactly the right sort of audience, then um, you know you you get good sales, but then you also get the right kind of people coming into your business that not only just stay for the first month, but then they also stay for longer because it's the right kind of audience. Right. So if you were to if you were to do it again, would you eliminate the broker and go straight to finding and talking to the people yourself, or how would you do it? Um, well, this is something else I've I've learned about myself over the last decade of being an entrepreneur. There's there's some things that I'm naturally good at and I'm naturally attracted to, and just I'm just um, it just naturally comes to me. And then there are other things that just totally drain my energy. Um, and, and that I'm just not good at. And uh, one of the things that I'm not good at myself is um, building relationships specifically with uh, joint venture promoters. That's just not my thing. You know, I don't. Um, my personality type is not of the type where I like approaching people and saying, "Hey, do you want to promote my stuff?" Uh, you know, I don't like it. Um, I'm, I'm much more of a creative person. I love um, love more being behind the scenes and creating. Um, I love relationship building, but relationship building with an audience as opposed to with JV, you know, JV promoters. So a very different um, skill set and different um, ability, a natural ability to, to do that. So, so we decided to go with a, a JV broker, um, and and it was fantastic. It meant you know that um, that um, the time and effort and energy that it takes to build those relationships and to manage those relationships was taken care of by someone else, which was you know there's pros and cons to that. Ideally, though, I think if you could get someone in-house, someone in your business who can take care of that uh, for you within the business, that's the strongest position. It's not as easy, though, uh, you know, um, depending on, on, on when you're, if you're starting up and you've got no money or if you're already very profitable and you can afford someone like that or you can strike some sort of a deal. Um, but that certainly would be the ideal, I reckon, if you get the right person. Unless, of course, um, you yourself love doing that sort of thing. And, and um, I mean, you see this oftentimes uh, where uh, entrepreneurs, they, they have the gift of the gap there to build those JV relationships really easily. So if that's you, then obviously do that, you know, do whatever is in your flow. Uh, but if it's not you, then, you know, find someone else who can do that for you and, and create those, those leverage points for you, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. That's the way I do it with, with the company I'm growing right now. Um, cool. Because... Um, it's it's in an industry that I'm not I'm just I just play no part in being the face of the company, right? So I'm not the face of the company. I have to do, do I have to be doing my thing, my creative parts. I have to you know be behind the curtains, and they need someone to be the face of it. And they are 
in charge of reaching out to other, you know, people, networkers on the industry. And, and that's, that's my advice to whoever's listen, listening, um, figure out if it works for you, you know, if it makes sense right. in your industry and whatnot. And, uh, for you, what were sort of the promotion strategy? Like how would you expect, you know, the influencers to send traffic to you or your JV partners? Would, would it be through an email list or how would it be? Yeah, those ones were mainly done through through email. Um, there were some who had some social media followings, but in, in general, it was uh, through email. So, you know, people would send an email to a uh, webinar registration form. People would sign up and then, you know, a few days later, we'd, we'd run the actual uh, webinar. So it was pretty, a pretty simple pretty setup, you know, very straightforward. So we didn't send people to uh, like a sales page or... Um, or signing up for a free trial kind of thing for VRL. You know, that wasn't part of the webinar uh, promotions that we did back then. Um, you know, we'd send people just to an information session with, um, uh, you know, through a webinar. And, and then on the webinar, we'd give people some, some really, really good value. You know, and because we're selling software, we weren't afraid of giving away all, all the secrets for, for, for getting results with video ads. You know, we, we just uh, laid it all out on the table. And, and then basically um, give people a really quick and easy way of doing it using, using the VRL software. And that, that worked really well. Now, when it comes to video advertising, okay, why would you recommend someone to embrace it as a marketing strategy? What's the benefits that you see in video advertising? Well, I think it's, it's, it's another arrow that you can add to your um, traffic uh, quiver. A quiver? What is it? Yeah, an arrow to your quiver, right? Or whatever I call it. Arrowed to your little thing that you use for getting traffic. <laughs> um, so, so and it, it happens to be a very effective one at that as well. So, you know, if, if you look at the different traffic sources around at the moment, so that you can break it up into three different types of traffic sources. There's, there's the free ones, right, which is free in inverted commas, really. It's... Um, it's, there's no real free traffic after all because you, if you put in your time into something, it costs money. Um, but, I mean, let's call it free or organic tra organic traffic. So this is like, um, you know, YouTube videos or uh, on Facebook through social media or uh, doing, you know, uh, blog posts or podcasts or even webinars. Maybe not, um, no, not web I wouldn't put webinars on, webinars on there. But, you know, the organic stuff. So that's free traffic. Then there's your... Um, uh, borrowed traffic, which we talked about a little bit through through uh, joint venture partnerships. So, um, getting people to promote for you, you know, sending an email out to their email database. You run a webinar or you run a launch, whatever it is. So, I call that like borrowed uh, traffic through through your joint venture partners. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then the last one is is paid traffic. Um, so, AdWords, Facebook ads. Um, I don't know uh, any kind of advertising with you've got to pay money for it. You know, up front. Um, so, so of course, video ads fall into that third category. And the beautiful thing with paid advertising, first of all, is that you can get traffic instantly. If you know what you're doing, you can get traffic within the hour. Yeah. You know, with, with Facebook video ads, often we would have the whole thing set up, the, the video, the targeting, everything. We do it all within the and within the hour. Sometimes we would start getting traffic and leads um, for that promotion. You just turn on the switch and it goes by itself. Yeah, you turn it on. It's like a tap you turn on, right? And it, it, it um, it's beautiful. Now, compare that to organic traffic. You know, um, oftentimes you got to take you know six months to a year, unless you get lucky, to to build a nice stream of traffic. 
and it, it's not like you can direct that traffic very easily you know, once it's there, you know. So whereas with paid traffic, you can direct it. You can, like you say, turn it on or off or decide where it goes exactly. So that's a huge benefit with, with paid advertising in general. Um, and if people are not using it yet, I'd, I'd certainly cons- you know, recommend they, they start looking at it seriously as, as part of their traffic strategy. Now, of course, within paid traffic, there's video ads, right? So there's video ads, there's, there's mostly text ads, image ads, video ads. Um, a whole bunch of different things. There's AdWords, there's normal Facebook ads, um, there's Twitter ads, you, you name it. There's a whole bunch of things. But why video ads in particular? Well, if you've been paying attention to what's been happening over the last few years, in, in particular with Facebook, Facebook has really been driving this like crazy um, video, video, video. Everything is becoming video. Um, and um, there's a reason for it. You know, if you look at what Facebook's doing with their, their live video stuff, you know, the, the reason why they're using live video so much is because it's so engaging. And, and what happens is when it's engaging like that, you know, more and more people stay on the platform, which means you know, they spend more time on the platform, which means they can, um, they can run more ads, which means they can make more money. You know, that, that's basically what it comes down to. The longer you can keep people on the site and more engaged you have them, the, the more you can increase your advertising income. Now, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so, so video ads fall under that. It's, it's kind of part of that world. It's, it's the most engaging medium you can use on the internet. And, um, you know, we found that it's certainly from our tests that it's uh, very, very effective, especially compared to text ads. And at the moment, it's still, a, you can get traffic for a lot cheaper as well uh, compared to, so if you compare, for example, AdWords traffic to, and you target the same people, um, if you run a, a normal AdWords text-based ad compared to a video ad on YouTube, the costs are very different, especially if you, set, if you set it up correctly. The costs for video ads are a lot lower. So you get lower costs, higher engagement, which means if you then have a good funnel in place as well, you can get much better return on investment as well. Yeah. Now, I would say the two major platforms, maybe the only platforms out there for video advertising are Facebook and YouTube. Do you have any personal preference between the, the two of them? Um, yeah, it, it depends what you're doing. There's, there's more, of course. You know, there's, there's Twitter as well that's got a, uh, video ads as well, and there's uh, Instagram as well, but they sort of fall under Facebook. Uh, Snapchat's got the, the video ads too. Uh, Amazon, I'm not sure if they've got – they must have some. I, I haven't checked recently. But anyway, but yeah, the, the two big ones at the moment for me are uh, YouTube and Facebook. Um, it, it, for me, it, it really comes down to um, the the industry that you're in. Some industries work better on YouTube, and some industries work better on Facebook. It also comes down a little bit with uh, the kind of targeting uh, that you're trying to do. So uh, we found for local stuff, um, uh, Facebook is, is oftentimes better because you can pinpoint your targeting a little bit better. Um, Whereas with YouTube for bigger niches, you know, you, there's there's a lot of traffic to be had there as well. The um, the cool thing about Facebook uh, video ads is that you can set it up really quickly and start getting traffic really really quickly, um, and and very targeted and, and very responsive. The drawback with Facebook is that you know you've got to manage it every week, you know, almost every day and every week you've got to keep on checking, keep on making mods, keep on creating new ads, and um, so it can be quite laborsome. Uh, but it's it's relatively easy, uh, and it's an easier platform to learn how to use compared to AdWords with with YouTube video ads. YouTube video ads, on on on, on the other hand, which is run through AdWords, um, it's it's the kind of thing that once you've got it set up and running, you kind of just you can you can just kind of leave it, and it, it can keep on sending traffic and, and and leads and sales to your business. 
um, and you just sort of check it every now and then. So higher upfront investment and in, 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 uh, in time for setting up YouTube ads, but longer term benefits, whereas the Facebook easier set up at the front, but then you've got to maintain it uh, a lot more. So it really depends a bit on, on what you're trying to do. But, you know, they're both, uh, both places are amazing for, uh, for getting traffic. For V-Roll specifically, um, we found Facebook to be a lot more effective for us. But the main reason we found for that is just because our audience is more hanging out on, on Facebook. And also, um, the you know, with YouTube, the way the targeting works there, one of the targeting that we've been using is you know, targeting YouTube videos and YouTube channels. And what we found in our industry, a lot of the channel owners have actually turned ads off on the channels and the videos. So, so we couldn't really, you know, there's, there's, there was a lot less inventory to run our ads on. And that's the reason why we think it didn't work as well for us on YouTube. But, you know, as soon as you go into industries like um, fitness or yoga or, you know, any of the non-digital marketing or internet marketing kind of businesses, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a lot more traffic to be had there. I mean, there's there's a, a lot, lot more success to be had there as well. So for V-Roll, unfortunately, it wasn't quite like that for us on, on, on YouTube. But we, you know, a lot of our customers and clients, they, they love YouTube because the, the traffic is just insane there as well. Now, if someone comes to you, uh, someone who's maybe just getting started with a business, an online business perhaps, he, he comes to you, he sits down at a table with you and he says, Gideon, I want to start doing video advertising. Uh, what would be one thing that you tell him, like the first thing that you tell him, okay, go do this? Yeah, okay, so the first thing I would check with this person is whether they have um, a place, an appropriate place uh, to send traffic to. You know, so she needs some sort of a uh, funnel, I guess, a lot of people call it, or some sort of a, um, you know, um, destination that if you're going to send traffic there with paid ads in particular, you want to make sure that um, that paid traffic can turn into money as well. The whole idea with with, with uh, paid advertising, or one, one big idea at least, not, not everybody uses it this way, but is that every dollar that you put in, you want to get at least more than a dollar back. You know, through through your um, through the back end of your of your business, so so that's the first thing I would look at. I'd look at that pros, process that's been set up or that funnel that's been set up, and making sure that you know if you're going to start sending traffic there, that um, it's going to convert. the 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 next thing I would look at is actually your um, your customer um, um, lifetime value. So 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 in other words, how much you would get from from each customer uh, on average uh, for the lifetime of that, that customer. Because that number becomes your single most important number when you start looking at, at any kind of paid advertising. Basically, the higher that number is, the easier it's going to be for you to make advertising work for you. So if you, for example, have a $3 product and people only buy it once, um, you know, your, your margin might only be a dollar on that if it's a physical product, say. And so it basically means you can you, you, you only have up to a dollar to spend to get that customer, right? So we're not even talking view cost and click cost. We're talking to get that customer to actually pull out their credit card and pay you money. You've only got a dollar to spend on it. Compare that to someone who sells a $5,000 um, training program, for example, or a, a language course or something like that. Um, you know, for something like that, they might have a profit margin of $3,000 right. for that customer. 
So in, what that means is that that person, that company can spend up to $3,000 to get that customer um, before, you know, uh, before they break even um, on, on, on that particular transaction. So, so that's very, very important. The, the final and the conversion process that you have and, 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 and trying to maximize that customer value that, that you have um, for your business. Super, super important. So once you've got that figured out, then, you know, and, and, and you know that those numbers work, then you can start looking, I think, at, at, at paid advertising. And, you know, I'd start with something really simple. Um, I'd probably start with Facebook um, to test things out because it's much quicker and simpler to, to learn. Um, and um, if you want to, you can start off just, just normal text-based or image-based ads to get the feel of it. But, um, you know, once you've got the hang of it, uh, it's, it's, it's really a very easy step to just use videos instead of, uh, like, images for your creative part. And that's where V-Roll comes in. You can automate the, the video ads um, uh, for, your, for your Facebook and YouTube video ads. So, so I start off with that and, and just, just start sending traffic out to your, um, to your funnel and, and see what happens. You know, uh, limit your budget at the start and, um, and just test things out. Test it out on a small scale tweak it and and um, you don't scale you, you don't scale until you have uh, positive return on investment and, and until you have it optimized if you don't want to scale something that's that's um, going to burn a, a hole in your pocket you want to make sure that you're getting money back and that's the most challenging part you know, is making sure that you're you get a, a positive return on investment for your ads um, so that's probably where I, the place I'd start so how, how do you target how do you properly target your your ad insertions well Okay, so it's different on depending on the platform you're using. Um, so with with let's start with YouTube. Um, if you're doing YouTube video ads, uh, what we found works really well. There's there's two things that work really 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 well. Um, well, okay, put it this way: the thing that works. Um, so there's this sort of a priority list in terms of what works best when it comes to targeting. Um, right at the top, in terms of targeting, that works really well is if you have an email database already. And you can upload that email database to either YouTube, uh, Google AdWords, or, or Facebook. So what you can do then, of course, is, is um, target those specific people on those on that email database whenever they go to YouTube or, or Facebook. So say, for example, you've got 10,000 people on your email database. You can upload that to, to AdWords and you upload that to Facebook. And then when you create your ad, you can say on YouTube, say, hey, everybody on this list Whenever they get on YouTube, show this video ad to them. Boom. So they see it. Whenever and it doesn't have to be any specific video or channel that they go to. You can you can depending on your budget and, and your, your your bid that you have, you can say, whenever they get on YouTube, just show them this ad. Okay. Which is very cool. Same thing on Facebook. Um, whenever they're on Facebook, uh, if they're on that list, show them this particular video ad. Okay. So that's probably going to be your most effective um, kind of video ads that you could run. Next level down from that is uh, if you can build a remarketing list. Um, do you think uh, our audience knows what a remarketing list yeah. is, Borja? Uh, Bor yeah, okay. yeah. So I don't have to go into detail there? Yeah? No, you don't have to do okay, so, But you can mention okay, it. Okay, cool. Is, uh, if anyone out there doesn't know what it is, it's basically a way of uh, showing advertisements to people who have already seen you before, seen your brand, maybe visited your website or seen a video of yours and other uh, advertising right. perhaps. 
Yeah, so they've engaged with with one of your webs, one of your online assets at some point. They've either watched a video on YouTube or they've, they've been on on your Facebook page or they've been to your website. You can build all these different sort of remarketing lists, um, and so that's going to be probably your your second most effective um, targeting because these people are a little bit warmer. You know, they've um, they've been they've sort of engaged with you at some level before. Um, then uh, the third level down from that is uh, where um, where V roll comes in really handy, especially on YouTube. Because you know, what if you don't have a lot of traffic already? So you can't, book, you know, you, you don't have a big remarketing list. What if you don't have a big email list yet? What do you do then? You know, how do you target? Or even if you do have that and you want to grow outside of that, how do you do proper targeting? So this way, V roll comes in really handy uh, with the targeting tool that we've built. What you can do is you go into VRoll and type in a certain keyword phrase into the software. And what VRoll will then do is go and find um, all the videos that rank on YouTube for that particular keyword phrase. And then you can say to VRoll, okay, cool, I want to grab all these videos and then run, you know, import these videos into, um, into AdWords and then show my video ad just to people who watch these specific videos that I found. And you can do the same thing for channels. You can type in a keyword phrase, let's say for example, fitness, and it'll pump out all the channels on YouTube that rank for keyword fitness. You can rank them by subscribers, for example, and say, all right, I want to target the top 10 channels on YouTube that ranks for fitness. And I'm going to show my video ad to all the people who go and watch the videos on these channels. So, those are some some very very powerful and specific ways that you can target people on YouTube um, for you know for running your, your video ads and it works really well and the reason it works so well is because if you think about it you know um, the people if people are watching a video on YouTube um, about a certain topic by default they're going to be qualified and targeted for that topic so give you an example say um, you're trying to sell yoga mats. Right, you've got a business, you make yoga mats, and that's your product. You want to sell that. So what you can do on, on, on B-Roll is you can go and do a search for, say, a keyword phrase like yoga at home. And then it'll find all the videos that rank for yoga at home. Right. Now, if someone's going to watch a video for yoga at home, I mean, the chances are very good that they're going to be interested at some point in a yoga mat that they can use at home. So imagine then you just run a little ad, like a 30-second ad in front of all of those videos that rank for, that come up for um, yoga at home. And you have a little ad popping up in front front of those videos, like it's a little 30-second ad that says, hey, um, I noticed you're interested in, in doing yoga at home. Guess what? We've got the coolest, newest um, yoga mat, and it's on special offer this week only. Click here to find out more. You know, this sort of thing. Um by default, the people who go and watch those videos, they're going to be qualified. They're going to be super qualified uh, for your product or service that you're trying to offer. So, so that's a very, very effective way of, of targeting on YouTube, you know, other than uploading an email database or doing remarketing. There's other ways too, but th those are the three main ones we, we use for YouTube. Um, when it comes to Facebook, um, we don't have a tool as such for the targeting, but it's, it's so easy on Facebook. Um, you know, the, one of the easiest ways that we target on, on Facebook other than your email list, uh, email database or, or remarketing is to just go uh, with um, interests or, or topics. I can't remember what they're called. Um, and, you know, what you can do there really is really cool is you can you can find, you know, um, 
other Facebook pages with with big followings in your in your niche, and just target those pages specifically, right. and and um, and run your ads, your video ads, uh, just to people on those on those pages, which is which is a very effective way of advertising. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, video advertising is a form of it's well, it is interruption marketing, right? You're interrupting viewers and taking them taking them away from whatever they're doing. Now, how how do you craft your message? in a way that suits this kind of advertising? Okay, so um, we've got a very specific way that we do this. We've, we've, uh, we use a, a very specific formula, and then we, um, we've um, built that formula uh, along with a lot of psychological e elements into our video templates. And like you said, it is, it is an interruption thing. Um, and it's different on YouTube and on Facebook. So our templates are slightly different depending on which platform you're using. So on Facebook, for example, um, the all of our templates, in fact, are very uh, text heavy. It's very heavy on text usage. So um, the first few seconds is always text moving on the screen. And so it grabs people's attention, especially when it autoplays and it's, and it's on silent. You know, if you compare that to someone just a talking head kind of video someone just starts talking if it's a if the video is on silent and you just see a person talking you know people won't know what the video is about it's not going to draw them in so we use text right up front and it draws people in and engages them and gets them to click um so the formula we use for this is um, the aidca formula and it stands for the a is for the first a is for Uh, attention. So we grab people's attention right at the beginning. And this is a classic old formula. You know, it's nothing new that we're reinventing here. Um, a is for attention. Um, I, the next letter, is uh, for uh, interest or intrigue. So, and these things happen, each of these things happen within five seconds, three to five seconds. So you grab people's attention within the first three to five seconds. Next one is I or in, uh, interest or intrigue. We do that within three to five seconds then as well. The next one is D for desire. So we use three to five seconds again to just build up some desire. And th the way we do it with video ads here is that normally with with a sales process, when it comes to desire, you'll have a, a big, you know, you'll, you talk about all the key benefits and features and, and um, you know, why your products are awesome, or whatever. For video ads, you don't have that luxury of time. You know, you've only got like a few seconds. So what we do is we hone in on the main unique selling proposition for for what you're trying to achieve what is that main what's the main one thing um that uh, that that's of benefit to the viewer so we just hone in on that you've got three to five seconds to do that um then the next letter is c and c stands for conviction so this is where we try you know it's, it's used for push, pushing people over the line a little bit if they're not quite sure so we use things like social proof Um, or um, authority or uh, scarcity, you know, limited time offers, this sort of thing to, to get people over the line. Um, and, of course, with all these things, you've got to be truthful. That goes without saying. And uh, authentic, if you, if, you, um, if, if you ever do something that's unauthentic or not truthful, it, it always, you know, this, it's, it will just backfire. There's no doubt about that. Um, and then the final letter, of course, is A, which is for action. That's the simplest one where you just ask people to do something. Very importantly for these shorter video ads um, on YouTube and Facebook is the call to action there is to get people to click. Get them to click on a link or um, it used to be on the video and on, on uh, YouTube. On YouTube, it's got like three or four different call to actions. Um, on Facebook, it's a lot simpler. You just get people to click on a link in your post um, and, and get them to your website. So this is for a, a formula for very short, like 30 to 40 second uh, type of videos. Our templates are already built 
to do that specifically. And you just, all you do is you type in five lines of text using that formula, AIDCA, hit the button and it creates the video for you within a few minutes. Now, of course, there's, there's um, other ways of doing this as well with longer videos, but you know, that's maybe a topic of another, another um, call. Is there one, one tip, one specific tip or one takeaway that you would like people to live with? Um, yeah, I, I think, you know, uh, uh, probably the, the big keyword here in, in making all this work is um, alignment. And we've, we've sort of touched on it a little bit. But what I mean by that is that you really got to make sure that um, your whole process, everything is so well aligned. So, for example, um, you've got to make sure that the place where you're sending people, you know, from your video ad, is aligned with your video ad. So your video ad has to basically, um, when people watch it and see it and, and react to it, when they get to your landing page, it's got to be aligned. It's got to be related, right? It's got to be um, very well aligned. The closer the alignment is, the better. And then, of course, you've got to align your video ad with your targeting, with the people you're trying to audience. You've got to target the right people. So you've got to find, so, so the alignment is you've got to have the right people that you want to target, showing them exactly the right ad, and then sending them to exactly the right place. So if you can align those three things well, then your life is going to be a lot easier and you're going to get success a lot, lot um, quicker. So many times I see people, you, you watch, you, you um, 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 uh, just yesterday I saw an example of this. Someone, I won't say their name, uh, but a well-known company, a well-known brand, ran a YouTube video ad um, and they linked to their Facebook profile page, like sorry, the profile page, their, their Facebook um, business page, right? Um, and so nothing too much wrong with that, but the, the ad that they had didn't prepare people for that landing page. So you click on the ad and, you, and the call to action, and then you get to the page and you go, oh, hang on, this, okay, cool, it's for the same brand, but it, 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 there's no real big relationship. And then you get on the, for them, you get on the Facebook page and you go, well, what am I supposed to do here? You don't know what you're supposed to do. So, so that for me was a really good example of how not to do it. <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> so you want to make sure, like, if you are going to send people to a Facebook page, that in your, your ad, it's about that. You say, hey, um, come and visit our, our Facebook fan page and like us so that you can get updates on XYZ you know, or something like that. So it's very, even, you know, so there's nothing wrong with sending people to your, your Facebook fan page, but... If, if you are going to do that, you've got to make sure that your ad tells them about that or, you know, that it's, that it's aligned with, with that specific purpose. So that's, that's probably the biggest, most important thing that, I'd, uh, that I can share with that. Got it. Gideon, any place you want to send people to stay connected with you and learn more from you? Uh, yeah, if, if, you, if you're more interested in, in uh, video ads, uh, we've got a free trial there at the moment. You get access to our full uh, a pro version of, of the software for a whole month. So if you go to vroll.com, you can go there. You, you do have to sign up with your PayPal um, account, um, but you won't get charged for the first month. So for the first month, you can get to try the whole software in its full glory, 100% um, free. And if you don't like it, then for whatever reason, you can just cancel and you won't, you'll never get charged. If you do like it and you want to keep using it, then you'll just automatically get charged $97 US uh, a month from that point forwards. Now, it's accompanied by um, extensive uh, training, a training course as well. We have uh, a very um, solid support team in there. So if you get stuck with anything, you can just ask a question. There's someone who will get back to you. 
Uh, we also have a very engaging, engaging um, complimentary Facebook group that we have in there as well that you get access to as, as a member. Um, and um, so what we've done there is we've created a really good ecosystem um, for people new to video ads to get in there and uh, go through the training, um, have a community there, have a support team, but then also use the software to help them get results as quickly as possible. Gideon, thank you so much, man. I really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you for taking the time to come on the show. I'm so glad I ha I finally had you as a guest here. Um, I hope to have you again in the future, man. Appreciate it. Brilliant. Thanks, Borja. Great chatting to you. All the best. Okay, so that was Gideon Schalwick. I hope you enjoyed that interview. Please head on over to rebelgrowth.com for the show notes. And if you have anything to say about the interview, if you have any feedback for me, head on over to iTunes and leave a review for it. I really appreciate it. Also, subscribe and leave me some ratings. It'll, it really helps with uh, the rankings of the podcast on iTunes. Now, until next week, guys, go out, implement, and keep on growing. Thank <laughs> you.